Welcome to another edition of How Did This Get Booked? I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by a man who is watching me like a hawk during my intros, because apparently I've been fucking them up recently. Everyone. Uh, Zane, how are you doing? Enchanté. I, I don't even give you a last name. I just said yep. Zane. Everybody knows. If you don't know my fucking last name by this point, people listening... What are you doing? If you if you don't love me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. <laughs> That's right. if, if you don't know me at my Riley, you can't have me at my singular name. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, we, we we do need to, to hurry up and get into it because we have a lot to a lot of stuff to discuss. We've got even more next week. Oh uh, fuck uh, you! Oh uh, man! Oh you! Oh, I cannot wait! I oh, cannot God. wait for for next week's episode. Forty five minutes, just me cussing you out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. can't wait. <laughs> Show me you shit person. But uh, let's not wait 45 minutes to bring in our non-wrestling fan who is wearing a wrestling t-shirt. So already... (laughs) We fucked up. Already we fucked up. Uh, Comedian Ben Stacy. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? I appreciate the wave on a podcast. I appreciate just the the high... And the second wave. The high wave. Not even like a low wave. That was a high above your head waving to everybody uh, that you are here. Uh, Ben Stacy. I I ask everybody as I always do, are you a wrestling fan? And if you're not a wrestling fan, some people like try and lie to me, like, oh, I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm like, oh, well, I can't use you. I'm like, what? Well, not really. Yeah. Uh, so I just want this goddamn podcast. I just want to get on this podcast because we are the most in demand podcast in podcasting world um, <laughs> when it comes to uh, third party watches. So. Uh, <laughs> Zane, Ben, I don't care who answers. Whatever. Uh, whatever. I got through the fucking intro with no fucking problem, so go fuck yourself. Uh, ben, what is your experience? What are some of your touch tones on professional wrestling? Like, how has it interacted in your life? You said you were, you were like most people that we get on here were a fan for a short period of time, but then you drifted away. So I want to know what caused you to be a fan, what do you remember, and why you just faded off into the ether? Well, um, my main thing... Um not not a huge huge fan, but I watched brief periods when I would uh, be when I would uh, be watched by certain babysitters. Uh, they're like kids would watch it, but I, I always enjoyed the theatrics what, of it. What era? What era are we talking about here? We're talking um, like wh- like who do where, you remember? What wrestlers do you remember? I remember uh, The Rock, of course. I do remember Sting. Um, who else in that period? Goldberg, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, those type. Um, so it's all, all it's all badasses. it's all a blur. It's all just washed over. All the top guys washed over you. Who is probably the most obscure name that you, you that sticks out in your mind, if any? Hmm. I don't really have any. Okay, so you you just like I watched I saw him on TV guy at one point in time. Okay, yeah. so so you're the most general of people. So you're you're absolutely Perfect. you're absolutely qualified. I I was giving you a hard time about the T-shirt, but I'm back in on you now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I wish his. 
All they think I know about wrestling is I bought this shirt today before I came here. I wish that was the answer. Yeah. I've actually had this for a while. I'm retiring it today. So. Oh, Jesus. Going to well, leave it in the middle of the ring. Just for those who don't know, you're wearing a Hulkamania t-shirt, but it looks like a Hulkamania t-shirt you buy outside of the arena from a street vendor. Yeah. Um, or like you printed it on a computer and like ironed it on. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this Hulkamania t-shirt because I, I also love how uh, the letters Hulkamania are like basically like maybe an inch tall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're not shit on the shirt. They're, 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 most, just, they're the most unaggressive Hulkamania of all time. So please <laughs> tell me about this shirt. Well, I, I just found this shirt in a thrift store and I was just like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's <Correct>. basically it. <laughs> yes, I love it. See, I, 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 I've narrowed it down. I'm a hipster douchebag to the max, so. Okay, all right. Well, And, and that's sometimes I've, what I've learned. Some, sometimes hipsters aren't, aren't into the pro wrestling. No, it's hippies. Hippies aren't into pro wrestling. Hipsters are. So, uh, obviously, you're trying to score some hipster points with a T-shirt. But, you, so you just watch with your babysitters. Basically, yes. It just, they, they turn it on because they had to deal with your dumb ass for however, however long. Yeah. And their own kids too. Oh, okay. All right. So, so basically, it just all just washed over you. Meant nothing. Why, why do you? What about it did did not pique your interest? Um, and you can be honest. Uh, please, I'm, I'm looking more for honesty. Don't be like, "Well, I'm locked in a room with two professional wrestlers. I need to be respectful." Yeah. Uh, fuck we'll on it before fuck you. us. Yeah. And fuck anybody outside this room. And fuck everybody in this room. Uh, this is about the man in cave is all about talking shit, and we'll deal with the consequences later. So go ahead. It always just came up as pretty gay. Yeah, I knew that was gonna be the answer. I knew that was gonna be it. Okay, that's that's, that's all I want to know. Right on. That's all. I, just and a bunch of sweaty dudes pinning each other down in their undies. Okay. Just... <laughs> That's how I described it. I, I, knew, I knew you were homophobic. Good. <laughs> I, I wanted to know that, and uh, you will deal with the consequences when you leave this room. So you're a hate monger. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> uh, have fun with that. <laughs> love wins uh, in my Not world, pretty... and as we know, the revolt, love always wins. <laughs> doesn't sell a whole lot of t-shirts, though. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. But uh, speaking of T-shirts, we have a lot of people that uh, uh, have been leaving reviews. And as as always, guys, thank you so much for all the people that have left reviews on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, you know, we've put this challenge out for quite some time. I mean, it almost feels like two years now mm-hmm, that I said mm-hmm. if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. I mean, so long ago it was iTunes. Now it's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Like, that's how long we've been doing this. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and then DM me your mailing address and your shirt size, I will get you a free How Did This Get Book t-shirt out to you. And I will say your name. Oh, if you are the most recent podcast, I will say it every single week or whatever it occurs when mm-hmm. we are recording this episode, because yeah. sometimes uh, between whatever. It will uh, at least be two times in a row, because that's just how we do things now. Exactly. We do it two times in a row, so you'll be said at least two weeks <laughs> in a row, so... Uh, and, and we've had some we've had some good ones that have come up recently. It's been a little bit kind of a dry spell when it comes to to reviews. So please get out there and leave leave reviews uh, at the Apple Podcast. Sitting on top, our one of our more recent ones was the I think I think it's Mickle Sisters. I, I think I said the Michelle Sisters or Mikkel Sisters, but I think it might be the Mickle Sisters. They were the the most recent reviews until dun, dun, dun. until Nick Alessa. From Tenville Pod got on and left a review which consisted of the word what copy and pasted a hundred times. 
Five stars. Five stars. So uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, guys, it, I, I owe Nicholas a, a friend of mine who I do a podcast with, <laughs> who I do a shit ton for him. I owe him a How to the Skip Book t-shirt just by doing copy and pasting the word what over and over and over and over again. You can do the same by just... You can put words in a box. It doesn't make a difference. You could just say, how did this get booked is okay? And then leave five stars, which would be very conflicting because yeah. we're not even great. We would just be okay. Mm-hmm. So you can just put literally four words, five words. In the time that it's taken for me to explain the parameters of you getting a free How Did This Get Book t-shirt, you could have left at least, at least 20 reviews. 15 reviews. So just get on and do it. It it really helps out for Apple Podcasts. But I've also laid down that gauntlet for Stitcher. And Gabriel Kidd is still sitting on top of the pole there. So it'll be Nicolessa and Gabriel Kidd until somebody dethrones them uh, in a month. Because they will be the same names I will say on next week's episode because we're recording them back to back. But uh, also, too, a uh, big thank you to, to a bunch of people that have been every every time on social media. They like everything that we do, at least on my Instagram. I don't know if you have some people that you want to shout out to, but uh, Jesse Job and uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything I post up about the show or anything I've got from my shows, always liking it. Also, big thank you to Ray. Saw, mm-hmm. saw her this past weekend. Also, too, uh, Mills Revival. Also yeah. saw... So them this weekend. Also to Vampire Coffee House, always liking everything. Jacob Russell's always liking something on, on Twitter. Everything I post about how did this get booked or any other shows that I have. Uh, also big thank you to Franny on Instagram as well. It's just about everything I put up there, uh, she likes as well. So I don't know if there's any uh, Johnnyisms for that real rad. Uh, the did the little card drawings of us. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, we, Johnny. We got those you. sent those back. Yes, and I really appreciate uh, my copy of my yeah, card. Yeah, I hear someone got a copy of their own card. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's already sitting on my shelf. It's sitting up there proudly yeah. next to my uh, Cyclops sugar that I got from Bobby T. So uh, I would I, tell you where mine's sitting, but I didn't get one. Oh, okay. And that's that. That's a shame. Yeah. And last time I, I chastised him for not putting me on the podcast of his, and then he messaged me and said, oh, you can always be on it, and I declined. Mm-hmm. I haven't declined. This is me declining now just because I'm hurt. Okay. Well, he's he's a, he's a good man to he's me. He's a good. He is a good man. He's a good good man to me and a very talented artist. That but, indeed. Caleb didn't get one. Caleb can suck a dick. Oh, he could definitely suck yeah, one. But Caleb. Uh, but speaking of talented artists, what? <laughs> Are we getting ready to talk about something I didn't want? <laughs> we are most certainly not. We'll be talking about that. Is not the segue uh, to that. Um, as most of you know, through the listing history of how did this get booked. Ugh. Oh, growing! I'm very proud of our shows. Do you do you view this podcast as quote unquote I, the, content? This particular one. Well, here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing about this. Basically, every October, the goal on this podcast is to discuss a Halloween havoc. Yes, around Halloween. Yes, because they're they're It'd be real weird around Christmas. Yes, WCW of course is wrought with. Uh, fantastic shows for us to discuss on this podcast mm-hmm. it's always right up our alley and usually what i do is i'll look up online for you know what are the worst pay-per-views mm-hmm. and they'll put like you know halloween havoc 1998 that hulk hulk hogan ultimate warrior fucking shit yeah. match and then the pay-per-view ran up but then the rest of the show is fantastic yeah like they'll put like bad pay per views on lists like that because of just some one match, it's... one match that had an awful book finish. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. Just I mean, what else did you expect from it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's stuff like that. The, the things that they, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. But 
this show that we're discussing today, <laughs> WCW Halloween Havoc, does not exist on any of those lists. All of the lists that I've seen from <laughs> What Culture to BuzzFeed, to, they, there is no discussion of how bad WCW Halloween Havoc 2000 is. This is the one of the worst things <laughs> that we have ever had to watch for this show. And keep in mind, we did Heroes of Wrestling yeah. episode three. <laughs> we did November to Remember. Th- this show that we are discussing today is worse than all of those. Oh, of course. By far. And I got to send a big thank you because we gave a lot of big thank yous to some people that have, you know, the reviews and social media heroes. Uh, big thank you to Bob uh, Satin, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satin. Yeah, he was a guy wearing the 10-bell pod at yes. Revolver. He came up. He was the one who suggested this show. <laughs> and I w- and he just said Halloween Havoc 2000. He goes, you should do that. I'm like, great. We're looking for a Halloween Havoc show. And I was like, okay, well, this will be, be what it'll be. There'll be two or three good matches yeah. on here. I'm still looking for two or three good matches. I didn't find it. I didn't what find there? it. <laughs> what there? Fucking so, Big Bob, kudos, man. You have got your finger on the pulse. I'm going to start listening to your recommendations. Yeah, please. You tell us what to do. You tell us what to do because this is a doozy of a show. We're looking for a Thanksgiving one, Bob. Yes, we're looking for a Survivor Series. You, Bob, let us know what Survivor Series we should discuss. <laughs> but uh, before we discuss Halloween Havoc, let's give some of the particulars about the show uh, and some comparative information. Oh. Um, just to put it in kind of a time capsule that I found kind of interesting. Uh, but as I said before, the show that we are discussing is WCW Halloween Havoc uh, 2000, which took place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Paradise, uh, Nevada, which, of course, is Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, took place October 29th, the year of our Lord, 2000. Attendance for the show was 7,582 people with a buy rate of 70,000. Now, to put this in context, Double or Nothing, which just happened this year, Uh uh, had an attendance of 11,000. So that's 4,000 more. And then had a buy rate in a time when pay-per-views are reportedly dead. Yes. Uh, had a hundred and nine thousand to anywhere to a hundred and eleven thousand, oh. so thirty to forty thousand more buys mm-hmm. in an era where pay per views are reportedly dead. Yes. Uh, to compare this against other Halloween havocs, like I said, the attendance was around seven thousand five hundred eighty-two. The year prior, ha- in the same building, was eight thousand four hundred and sixty-four. Uh, the year before, in the same building, ten thousand. Hmm. And then uh, I believe the year before that, also in the same building, 12,000. So we are slowly climbing down the ladder here. Yeah. Uh, also to the next. Feels like a plummet. There, I, yeah, I, there's, an, there's definitely a decline. There's definitely a decline for sure. We have 5,000 less people here uh, as opposed to three or four years ago. The next pay-per-view domestically was Fall Brawl, and that drew an attendance of 8,000. But actually, there was a German Germany only pay per view that that occurred in November of two thousand that had an attendance of three thousand eight hundred people. <laughs> um, so, uh, the tagline for the show, which you might find it interesting, the tagline for this show was "The future of professional wrestling is here and now," <laughs> which I think is ironic because this is the last Halloween havoc. Yeah. This isn't even the future of Halloween havoc. <laughs> professional wrestling yep. so um one day you woke up there were no more halloween havocs no more it was that day it was this particular day um 
And on the particular day that I saw the show is when I discovered all the changes to the WWE Network, <laughs> where they don't have a watch list anymore. Nope. I'm pretty upset about that. And you might be saying, well, Jake, you work for HighSpots.com and HighSpots Wrestling Network. Uh, they don't have a watch list. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking pissed about that, too. So uh, that's why I like Netflix. I mean, heaven forbid uh, you do anything like Netflix. They're not making any money nah. on the streaming services. So let's let's be different than them. But I digress. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, uh, I have in my notes, go on a big rant about the WWE Network, but I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Also, two we're 15 minutes in, and <laughs> we have a long way to go. <laughs> and we're like 35 minutes late starting, so... But don't but don't worry. From what I hear, Ben, uh, only watched three-fourths of the show. Good. So yeah. Don't worry. I think I went to pay attention in the last quarter, so together <laughs> we might have this figured out. I watched it all. <laughs> okay. I know some people like, did Ben just leave all of a sudden? Because yeah, you've been talking a lot. Minute, yeah. Welcome to How to This Hip Hop. You got to throw words in there when you can, Ben. You, want, you, want, you basically, when you're on How to This Get Book, you get to see Jake Manning talk with a wall of Cyclops comics behind <laughs> him and just talk about wrestling and attendance. That's this basically is, what this... Honestly, this is the most excited I've ever seen you, so... <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you get it. Welcome to How to This Get Book. Uh, this is like an Info Wars, but like not as wild. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know. If you listen to the, the episode where we just edited something out, it got a little info worry, but... Oh, it did. It got a little info worry. I'm better now. Yeah, I'm better now. in a better I'm, place. I'm in a better place. But let's go to a worse place, and that <laughs> is Halloween, Halloween Havoc 2000. 2000 with Intro and Pyro. Uh, but we're going to kick things off with match number one, a WCW Tag Team title match with the Boogie Knights. Uh, which consists of a bald Alex Wright and Disco Inferno taking on uh, Mark Jendrak and Sean O'Hare taking on the Filthy Animals, which consists of Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio with no mask on. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts on this opening contest of Halloween Havoc 2000? This opening one, good lord. I was actually surprised at the nimbleness of like all the wrestlers. I, like I said, I'm not a big wrestling fan. Because it's gay. Yes. <laughs> But you just used the word nimble. Yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Now you got to remember, I was a young guy. And leave it to Ben to use gay as a derogatory yeah. term. You know, like that's a bad thing in life. No, we're good, man. Oh, no, it's not bad at Bring all. it back. <laughs> oh, now, now, you're step, now you're stepping back. <laughs> <laughs> so about this, about this opening bout, this nimbly bout. Yeah, it's just like, ah, I'm not watching wrestling. I'll turn on some Will and Grace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was surprised at the nimbleness of that first match. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm, I don't, I'm not a big wrestling fan overall uh, because the overall choreography, them just like flipping around in the air, um, but and the, I, and the undertones of homosexuality. <laughs> I get, we get it. We get it, Ben. I love the cock. What can I say? Don't we all? Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're saying something different. <laughs> <laughs> but what? More about this match. More about this match. Um, I just love. Uh, I noticed um, Sean O'Hare was uh, having a little difficulty during it because uh, at one point I couldn't tell that he kind of fucked up his knee and he's just kind of limping around the ring. Um, second, um, I don't remember honestly too much about that first one. It's kind of forgettable. <laughs> That's all goddamn thing is forgettable. Okay, what are your thoughts then? Uh, I love Billy Kidman. I am not a fan of Devil Horned Rey Mysterio with no mask. <laughs> But this was the time we was always having weird hair. I've just never been a fan of no Masquerade Mysteria. You and me both, buddy. It's just, it both. doesn't. Uh, though I do like demonic-looking Alex Wright, who's still trying to dance. See, it's so. Fu- this, this is an. Ex- I think this is like an example of why you 
if you're going to do anything to change your look mm-hmm. or even if the office tells you like, hey, we want you to cut your hair. Yeah. You should be hesitant because <laughs> I feel like because right before this, he did the whole like Alex Wright Berlin thing. Mm-hmm. And he had but he had this nice, fantastic, like Caleb Connolly looking hair. Yeah, yeah. Did the good dance. And yeah. And dance, and he, and, but then like, well, we want you to be more serious and like, OK, well, I'll shave all this off. <laughs> but then like, nah, well, we really need somebody to team with disco and to come out and dance. <laughs> And he's like, okay. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> but you guys told me to do this. I sold my jacket. Yeah, I sold... I fucking don't have the blue trunks anymore <laughs> that fucking Jim Barnett loves so much. I don't have those anymore. So, uh, it's a perfect example of that. Uh, I love when Ray went for a Bronco Buster and they just put the boot up and he fucking <laughs> flew off. <laughs> I've never seen a man uh, just... Bounce off another man with his cock. Like, yeah. that's just, <laughs> from the cock was which, the launching point. Which is just basically the way you describe Rey Mysterio in WCW. He's always bouncing off things with his cock. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, it got really fucking fast and furious to the end. Like, I, I was, had no clue what was going on. I don't know who was legal. We're all at one... So, were three people legal at one point? I think each that, member of a team had a legal person. I think that's how it goes. It's a. It, it always has to be a three way. Okay. It always, which is an interesting concept, and I think if you have people who are intelligent enough to work that, because normally when you have a three way tag, only two people are in the ring at a time. Mm-hmm. See, and that's that's the funny part too. Is like we're like five year years removed from people finding out about three-way matches or three-way dances mm-hmm. and people are like what three people in a match what the fuck are you talking about and we're only two years away from people going ah oh, fuck we got an odd number of people ah make it a three-way yeah like we're not that far from it but right here they're just like what do we do with three teams like we watch bash of the beach and nasty boys harlem heat mm-hmm. and the blue bloods they looked utterly confused and like we don't know how this should go. But by this time, it should be kind of like very much in the heyday of three ways. And they should kind of have an idea. But there's still, if you're going to do it this way, I feel like if you had some really good people that know some solid psychology, this might come off a little bit better. But the way they're doing this and this mad dash to get all the spots in in the world is like, I just I just wrote down, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> we only had 10 minutes, man. Yeah, well, they, they got it all in. Yep. You um, know, 15 minutes of it in. I fucking loved the fucking Beal into the ring from the floor. <laughs> that was fucking incredible. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um, I like Conan on commentary. Use the term natural born crackers. I think that should be yeah, used. We need that. We need more of that in our life. Um, we just need more. Co- we need more Conan on commentary and less fucking Stevie Ray. Oh, don't you f- do not besmirch the f- fucking good goddamn name is Stevie Ray because uh. suckers gots to know and they fucking know that this is a bad pay-per-view <laughs> yeah. now so yeah, and not because of Stevie Ray's commentary and the other guy and Mike whatever I fucking hated him oh, too oh Mark Madden Mark, he, yeah, Madden's, oh, Mark Madden's the fucking worst <laughs> worst like well, we're gonna get into him here in a little bit but uh, anything else about match number one before we move on poor Alex Wright poor Billy Kidman <laughs> I think Billy Kim is doing okay. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is we'll we'll get into why Billy Kim is doing okay here in a little bit. That match, <laughs> that match is coming, uh, but apparently, just match two just comes out and just uh, starts right. Just, just, just begins. Fucking, just, like the wall, I think the wall makes a save, and then fucking walls just there, 
And like, well, he's like, well, I better not go all the way in the back, so I got to be out here anyways. Let's just set up this hardcore match. Because uh, match number two is a hardcore title match between Sergeant Awol and Reno, who got no pop considering he was from Reno, Nevada. Yep. I guess there's a lot of heat from Las Vegas and Reno. Um, <laughs> also, also, too, apparently Reno cannot go to Australia, even though he wrestled for an Australian promotion <laughs> later on. Don't fucking know that. That's the story. Um, ben, what's your story on match number two? Uh, match number two, uh, AWOL versus Reno. Uh, I loved that the, the small amount of time they had to fight. They had plenty of time to set up tables just to, like, smash them. But um, I, I love that they took it backstage and ended up going into, like, a ne- another match just out of nowhere. Yeah, I... There... Did you notice when they were swinging the computers around? <laughs> and the computer- oh, I love that. It was like a cardboard like monitor or something. Yeah, that was clearly... <laughs> it, was, it stayed so on really and no cables were attached. As a guy that's had to rearrange his office recently, I can't tell you how many times I've bitched about fucking monitor cables <laughs> on a computer. Like, it's been the most frustrating thing in the last couple of weeks for me. Uh, you know, they're, they're just following the Ikea method where they just have fake TVs everywhere. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that this is a hardcore match, but there's about to be more shit later on that's way more hardcore than this. Like, this match, yeah. this match is a hardcore match, but there's a match that gets color later. There's a match that fights into the crowd and, and up. There's a couple matches that fight up and into the crowds. <laughs> like, I don't think they have DQs anymore. Like, they just let everything yeah. fucking go in WWE. So then what's the point of this being a hardcore match? It's not the last table broken. But I will say this, this though. It is probably one of the more dangerous ones because what, what other match do you see? <laughs> Somebody swinging around a, a 2000-ish laptop. Like, that's, that's attempted murder. That's a brick. That's attempted murder. Uh, you don't fucking do that. And, of course, very 2000s-ish. Uh, one table is not enough. Let's put them through two fucking tables. <laughs> All these tables. Because we are extremes with fucking uh, no E and, and double Zs in the two end. Two Zs. <laughs> um, and, of course, the finish to the most impressive move, unimpressive move of the entire match. <laughs> just because. You know, why not? Why not? And and I just feel like... Might as well be a fucking roll up. I, I've heard good things about, about AWOL. And I haven't heard anything about Reno. But I, I have heard some bad things about AWOL. Like, it all depends on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like these two guys would be guys that would be on the indie circuit. That'd be like, good brother, good brother, good brother. Like, and pull, like, fucking ribs to make themselves feel cool mm-hmm. in the locker room. And be like, no, man, this is how we fucking... Like, I think you, that's I, how we did it, WCW. Yeah, like like guys would just be in the locker room in an indie show, and then they would go out and they would fuck something up in the building, and we wouldn't be able to run the building yeah. anymore. And they'd just be like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" You know, like they just seem like those type of guys. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm pegging them wrong or not. So, okay. I think you're dead on. I think I'm dead on. I, I had a lot. I was watching this late at night, and I had a much longer description. And then I'm like, "No, maybe, we might not have time for that." Here uh, in the middle. Like we're not we're not really at the middle middle, but like here is where it begins. You ever just been yelled at by someone, and you're like, you know, you're about to get yelled at, and you have no way to get away from getting yelled at, and it's just like they're barking at you, but you don't really you're not really ta- like retaining anything. It's just words being thrown at you. Yeah, that's the next couple matches to me. <laughs> it's, it's this whole middle portion. I am just staring at it in like just an agape look, like. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> well, speaking of what the fuck is happening, after this hardcore match, they cut to a promo where Palumbo and Stasiak, who were just out by the ring, 
are now in the back wearing t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> like Dude. they were ju- they were just by the ring. Got to go put on the courting gear. And they, but the thing is like they cut right to it. Like, <laughs> like, like there was like 16 frames separation <laughs> between them being by ringside <laughs> to them now being in the back wearing t-shirts standing around Mike Sanders. <laughs> And the re- <laughs> not even sweating. Not even sweating. And I like the save of WCW. They're like, we'll just put up a graphic that says earlier in the day. Yeah. Like, they're just fucking like, fuck, 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 fuck. What the fuck? Like, the continuity fucking error alone on this one <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. We'll fucking get there. Just go. Just what the fuck. Um, and then what the fuck again? They showed a clip of Goldberg just running headfirst into a fucking pole. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get right. We gotta make sure that he's ready. We gotta have a reason for the the athletic commission to be there. I can't. No. This this was it. You know what? This was this was the moment where like, see, I, when somebody's yelling at me, I can't, I can't disassociate like you. Yeah. I, I'll 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 obtain it. I'll I'll let all the words hit me. But the thing is, though, there'll be certain lines that hit me in a certain way. Like, wait a minute. What? That don't even make sense. <laughs> hold, on, man. Hold, hold, hold on now. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to want to like butt in and argue a point <laughs> that I feel is completely unfactual. And I know I shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's only going to make this go longer. It's going to make this go longer. But I cannot let you walk through life with this assumption. That's what this pay-per-view was doing. <laughs> but much like in arguments like that, uh, this pay-per-view was not listening. <laughs> continued on with the fucking crazy. Um, with Most specifically, match number three, which I don't even think was supposed to be on the fucking show. Nope. <laughs> because it was Chuck Palumbo, Sean Stasiak, and versus the MIA, Chavo Guerrero, and Lash LaRue, who were just out there. They went to the back... They, they cut this promo, which was filmed earlier in the day, quote-unquote, showed this Goldberg promo, and then sent those guys back out there <laughs> to have this match. All brought to you by PlayStation. I, yeah. <laughs> this match has to be impromptu. You're a booker, right, Zane? Like, this, is, yeah. this, this whole thing feels like they're like, you guys go back out there and do a match. We're short on time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Which, which is funny because the problem with Halloween Havoc 1998 is they had too much time. <laughs> Way too much. Well, they totally made up for it. And I don't appreciate you calling them uh, Lash and, and Chavo. I prefer the real wrestling names, uh, Captain Cajun and Lieutenant Loco. Oh, you probably prefer that fucking yakety sax uh, fucking music on the oh, WWE man. network. For I love how off-color the WCW was this time. <laughs> That's fucking MIA's. Yeah, that's fucking MIA's fucking song on the WWE Network. I mean, I get it. They ripped off War for the song. Misfits in action. So much better. So already, I'm more jacked to fucking see a match after that. Were you jacked about match number three at all, Ben? I didn't even know it was coming. It just came out of nowhere. Well, like don't said, worry, Chavo and Lash didn't either. So, uh, and they had to carry these thank, big dumb motherfuckers for the match. Hey, Chavo's one of the best. Thank God, Chavo's one of the best wrestlers alive. Oh fuck! Like, like Chavo, I don't think is is the worker he was when we saw him in uh, WWE two uh, two thousand four Great yeah. American Bash. Like that's a great fucking Chavo match. Yeah, and, and fucking Chavo was got even better after that. Uh, this is very, still very early Chavo, but here's fucking 
Exhibit C <laughs> on why, they, why he's so fucking good. He's the one piecing this whole thing together because, like, they're clearly on the, fly. on the fucking fly. And he tags out the Lash, who's coming in to make a big baby comeback that just shuts down after fucking 20 seconds. <laughs> the guys don't know how to fucking take it. Yeah, and they, they get out there, they do their finish, but... Uh, and fucking Chavo gets the coldest <laughs> fucking tag of all time yeah. to, to get to the finish. And yet, Lash doing a split to duck a super kick. And it just it's just one of those things where I feel like Chavo was trying to come up with a finish. And yeah. then Lash is like, I got an idea. And Chavo knew better. Chavo's like, <sighs> and, but yet, much like calling a match, it's like, it's like moving a chess pieces around. Like mm-hmm. it's a chess game. So Chavo probably realized, well... <laughs> That's always gonna fucking get right. Might as well. It's the only thing that I, I that's not crazy enough for me to allow him to do. <laughs> so I'll allow him to do this, and that way, uh, later on when I tell him to do everything, he doesn't bitch at me and tell him that I didn't allow him to do anything. So I'll just let him do this. <laughs> let, him do thing. let him do this, and then I'm like, all right, I will. I'm not dying on this hill. <laughs> and that's and that's the finish of this match. But then that gets into match number four. Match number four. Gets us into a promo first. A real dumb promo. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But uh, match number four consists of Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson taking on Conan and Tigress. How go Hawks was fucking Tori Wilson at this time? He's always Cyclones, man. Fuck it. Like, this, like, don't feel bad for Billy Kidman. No, no. <laughs> See, he is, he is knocking the bottom out of this. And if he is not, uh, don't worry, fucking Ray with this pogo stick dick will. Yep. Um, because, holy shit. Now, before uh, this, Conan's trying to find a tag partner, right? No, no, no. Conan is. Because they're both like, oh, I've already wrestled. No, because Conan's hurt, remember? Because the Filthy Animals used to do a commentary. And all he did was just slide in. And then uh, Jendrak and O'Hare just stomped his back. And he goes, ah, I'm too hurt. (laughs) Even though all these guys had did all this stuff, like uh, Billy Kidman took a beel into the ring. And Ray got straight up, like, fucking big booted to the fucking nuts (laughs) midair. They're fine. They can continue the match. But Conan just slid in and took, like, a couple stomps to the back. And he was done. Yeah. They they weren't for sure if he was going to make it in or not. But Tigris... She's going to come in after Shane Douglas says the two most offensive words in all the English language, which is not as pro wrestling as gay, as we all know. That's more, that is the second most offensive thing in all of, all of the English language. But the most offensive words in all of the English language is you people. Yeah. <laughs> to get that real heat. To get you that real heat. People. Um, and then Tigress comes out and refers to Tori Wilson as a hoochie mama. Which, God, I miss fucking early 2000s, late 90s, when women would just call each other hoochie mamas. <laughs> like, I feel like we need to bring back hoochie mama so bad. Like, that's an insult. Like, I'm going to start insulting What I'm talking about is the women's revolution, but hoochie mama promos. <laughs> I, I, I want fucking women calling each other hoochie mamas. Mm-hmm. I fucking miss that. Nia Jax, just hoochie mama it up. Oh, there you go. Fucking Natalia, you hoochie mama. <laughs> <laughs> you skank. <laughs> all the good, all the good 90s. All the good early 2000s. Um, 
Conan comes out who is hurt, but he can still do a rolling clothesline and then just fall down. Yeah. You know. Um this is I think what they were trying to do, they were trying to recreate Shane and Francine versus Dreamer and Beulah, like mm-hmm. those really great mixed tag matches they used to do in ECW, and this most certainly is not it. But we definitely get to see Shane punch a woman right yeah. in the face. Hey, <laughs> you know? Heat, uh, brother. Equality. Yeah, that's the third most offensive thing you can do in wrestling. <laughs> That's actually, that, that actually um, was something that impressed me. Like, um, Punching a woman in the yeah, face? Yeah. Yes! Equal opportunity in sports, man. <laughs> you are problematic there, friend. Very much oh, so, yeah. yes. But, you know, it's the first time I've seen where there's not, it's a, the only sport I've ever seen where there's not a men and women's division exclusively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they're both just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, my favorite part is uh, Tigress is for some reason chewing on Shane Douglas's elbow. <laughs> that is an offensive yeah. move. I missed that. I missed that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I missed that. Never seen that before, but that is a thing that occurs. Ah. I was like, all right, cool. Okay. That was so funny. All right. Um, so funny. I, I must give an appreciation to both these women because they are wearing platform heels mm-hmm. yeah. and wrestling in that. I, I think most you know, people want to shit on the divas you know, generation of mm-hmm. female wrestlers. No, no, those, those women... <laughs> Those women, I will use the word wim- woman, woman. Uh, with as much respect as possible because they had to fucking wrestle and mm-hmm. platform fucking heels. And if you're mad about it, you just got weak ankles. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, kudos to you. You do not get enough respect for me uh, for doing something like that. Uh, that is for sure. Um, of course, Mark Madden. Fuck him. Oh, I- I'll give you a reason to. Uh, during this match, uh, apparently, I believe there's some sort of a strike exchange with one of the ladies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was uh, Tori Wilson or Tigress. They were... Oh, it was Tori Wilson because they're saying that she had a background in boxing. Mm. To which Mark Madden, after we've already given credibility to a woman and her combat skills, mm-hmm. Mark Madden said, love, love seeing her wrestle, but I would love to see her box. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Madden, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Mark Madden and Ben Sacy do not reflect the thoughts and opinions no. of Zane Riley and Jake Manning. <laughs> let's make that very clear. Um, before we continue on, uh, this uh, I, I'm still not done with this match. Fucking, I have this. This, this is the entire page is on this particular <laughs> this match. match. Like it falls apart fast. There's like one point in time where all five. Charles Robinson included the referee just they're all looking at each other like <laughs> what the fuck do we do next <laughs> what happened? all five of them are looking around like what the fuck do we do where the fuck are we how do we get out of here <laughs> how do we get here there is a, a very distinct <laughs> moment and you'll know it when you see it how did you come to be here <laughs> how did you come to arrive <laughs> which by the way small plug crime and sports yeah uh, big on it now if you're yeah if you're if you like small town murder it's the same guys uh, small town murder is more famous than crime and sports but crime and sports is where it's at yeah, Lenny Dykstra forever yes absolutely um, but uh, speaking of middle aged silver haired white men we have a promo with David Flair with Mean Gene Oakland to set up the DNA match. Why is this a thing? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I love that. I love, uh, the, the whole wrestling aspect. It's just one big uh, 
what you call it, soap opera. Yeah. It's just the DNA test. Why is this part of a wrestling match? First blood <laughs> DNA test. It's on the Wikipedia. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Oh, they said it on the show. And and yes. Oh, and it's under stipulations. I know they said it on the did show. Did you not watch all the show like no, Ben Stacey? <laughs> no, I did. But again, like they put it in the annals of history mm-hmm. because of the stupidness of it all. Well, speaking of annals of history, on this promo, David Flair refers to Buff Baglow, ba- 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 Baglow. Ba- ba- Buff Baglow as a gigolo, <laughs> which we it. know he is now. Yep. So that means that David Flair is a fucking foreseer. He does. He, he is a psychic individual. David was like, man, David, that's a good idea. He is a fucking soothsayer. <laughs> he sees into the future. You'd think he'd have been able to see this WCW thing not working out too well. Oh, no, that's why he left. He's like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Dad, take care of your health, you know? <laughs> and uh, sign a prenup or two. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you to live your life. I'm not going to tell you to live your life, Dad. I know you're not going to listen to me anyways. <laughs> but uh, i got to go out and do this first blood DNA match for match number five, Buff Bagwell versus David Flair. Ben, what are your thoughts on this match? Why DNA testing again? <laughs> I'm just coming back to that. <laughs> really? So it's for the somebody's got a baby. I was having Stacy Keebler, I believe, has Stacey a baby. Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Um, I just like the premise of the match. Just <laughs> built built a drama around it. Um, yeah, the match itself pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know really how to. I like how it. you were like pretty fun, but then you gave up on saying the word. <laughs> he fun. realized he was like, you know what? That is the most. That fun. is the most WCW 2000 <laughs> thing ever. We were gonna say this show is gonna be fun. Never mind. I'm still just reeling back a little bit from the ridiculousness of why the match was happening. Well, apparently this match, according to Mark Madden, is just as iconic as uh, Magnum T.A. and Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Says yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. It's going to hold the same uh, revere in the world of wrestling to come. Trust mm-hmm. me, that's, it's going to get its due diligence. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, casually dressed Lex Luger comes out, turns on Buff Bagwell. No reason. No reason. <laughs> and, then, and, the, and their excuse was, hey, he's just beating up everybody nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> and then Buff Bagwell pops in a blood capsule into his head yeah i mean into his mouth yeah and that's how uh david gets so david this is weird like it's the most yeah. anticlimactic finish ever because david's busted open he's on the outside buffs up top ref's not seeing it they make a big deal that ref hasn't seen the blood dave rolls in and then the ref just sees the blood he's like oh never mind then yeah, it's just like, I, I missed it the first time, I got it the second yeah. time. We're good. Like, I thought we were going for like some weird fuck finish or something. No, no, we just, you get it. And then Here we, it is. And then we still get Buff's DNA. Yeah. As we all know that you can get very easily <laughs> really at easily, cowboysandangels.com yeah. if you're curious. <laughs> uh, uh, so, do you know anything past this? Was he the father? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but, cool. But, but in all of this shit... This is perfect because Vince Russo is guiding the ship at this time. Okay? But just this is true Vince Russo fashion. Okay? So we've had all of this shit that doesn't make any fucking sense. But we have David going to the back to these doctors to give them the DNA. 
And keep in mind, the whole story is like, is Goldberg going to be here? Goldberg going to yeah, be here? Yeah. Goldberg going to be here? So we follow David Flair to the back with the DNA oh. to the doctors and he hands it to the doctors. They exit stage left, enter stage right. Here comes Goldberg. Dun, dun, dun. Which is... And it's very, and it kind of explains why the camera is back there, and it kind of all builds the bigger part of the show. Like I feel like that part, that staging, that moving around, that that blocking, I think is ingenious, and I think this is the the genius of Vince Russo. This right here, but you need somebody to tell him, yeah, all this other shit, fucking get rid of it. Which leads me to believe that happened on accident, Jake. You're putting your beliefs in a thing. I'm putting my belief that Vince Russo cared about one sole individual only aspect of this three hour show. That he can come up with 5% something good. 5%. And he chose this camera angle. Yes. Okay. This particular blocking of letting everybody, letting everybody in the arena know uh, organically that Goldberg is in the building and getting people excited for Goldberg. And there are doctors there. Yes. That we're going to need to check him out. Exactly. Exactly, it all pieces together. See, Jesus fucking Christ. It's, a, it's a slow build. Fuck you both. It's build. it's not. It was an accident. Oh, it was an accident. Speaking of accidents. Speaking of accidents, match number six, which is a kickboxing match between Mike Sanders and Ernest the Cat Miller, who is just playing with Mike Sanders, <laughs> and. Looks like the biggest fucking badass of all time. Like, he is. <laughs> like fucking Ernest the Cat Miller is the goddamn man. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the kickboxing match? I actually liked that match. I liked how they were just kind of uh, playing with each other, playing around with each other on that one. Because uh, there's not a there's less homoeroticism. Is that why? around the ground. Yeah. Nah. It's just, <laughs> well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Stay true to your lord. Old, old Ben Stacy, uh, willing to give up on his words so quickly. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? I mean, I'm already in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> gave up on watching the show early, gave up early on every question I've answered. Oh, um, um, knowing now what I know, th- if I knew then what I know now, I don't blame you. <laughs> for the giving up part, for the giving up part. But, but uh, I, I just love that uh, it looked like... Uh, I just love that uh, Sanders ended up becoming the commissioner at the end of the fight. Which you I, seem like a Mike Sanders fan. <laughs> Which what I just a thought way. it was ridiculous. I just like I said, I love the ridiculousness of the whole thing. Which what a way to like award people promotions and whatnot. Like oh, you know what, you can run. You can be the commissioner. You just got to beat this guy. That just be how all <laughs> things run. You do know where I work, right? You yeah. do know. So I'm thinking. You do know how we settle arguments at high Michael, spots. Michael has a weak fucking knee. You oh. take that out. That's your baby. Before that, before <laughs> that motherfucker, I distinctly remember an argument between Michael and Cedric. <laughs> and to instead oh, of they wanted to shoot wrestle for. Yeah, exactly. It, it was just like some of like. Is the sky blue? It was something that you could look up, factually <laughs> figure out. But Michael's like, "Tell you what, I'll fucking shoot Russell you in the, in the ring in the back to prove who's right." Like <laughs> something you could have found out how something was easily right. <laughs> but he decided, like, no, no, no. The way you resolve this argument is by shoot wrestling. And this is before the bad knee. And this is after he just gotten married, like few months. And he's wrestling around, and then uh, he's like hitting Cedric. Wait, it went. To, it actually happened. It fucking happened. 
It happened in the ring, and Michael was like going for like you know he was slapping Cedric and then going for like shooting a, a single or whatever. And Cedric's like, "Oh, you're slapping me with your ring finger," and and Michael goes, "Oh, you're a big baby about it." So Michael, freshly married, less than a year, took his ring off and threw it across the High Spots warehouse. If you've ever been in the High Spots warehouse before, you know how crowded and discombobulated it is to find a wedding ring after you just aimlessly threw it in the middle of a fucking haystack of wrestling merchandise. Finding it again would be next to impossible. But this motherfucker did not care. In the heat of battle, he just threw it and did not give a fuck about his vows just so he could fuck up an employee who would end up working for WWE eventually. So, who won? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I, fuck. I was looking for Michael's wedding ring because I'm like, fuck. he's probably going to need this. Fuck. I don't remember exactly who. Uh, I and, Cedric, and I feel like if I said Cedric, uh, Michael would cancel this podcast, even though he has nothing to do with this podcast I think, whatsoever. I think Sanders won because he was the promoter and commissioner. I wasn't talking about that, that fight, but nope, thank you for trying to Different, like, different Mike. Uh, different Mike. Different Mike. Oh, yeah. We're talking about a different fight. Oh, um, that's my bad. I'm, but no, you're, you're right. Sure. I mean, Mike Saunders won, which is good on you for Which is was actually what we're supposed to be talking about, not the, the, not just the, just for, not the which, anecdote that I just shared. Which I will tell you, my, oh. my Mike Sanders anecdote, I forget what. It was at a WrestleCon of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were in some hotel room party. I believe it was you and I. Okay. Um, I think it was the night that it was the DX thing where we just like, hey, that's probably DX. And they hopped out of that, uh, or NWA, they hopped out of that stretch, what looked like a... Stretch bus. Yeah, that armored car. And I, and I just kind of flashed it just in case my good buddy Kevin Nash was on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we got back and we ended up at some little hotel room party that Nash was having. And Mike Saunders was there, and like I'm standing beside him, like in the back of the room, because I don't fucking belong here. And uh, he's like, "Hey man, how you doing? Oh, how you doing?" He's Mike. Oh, hey man, my name's Zane. And he just kind of looks at me for me. He goes, "Mike Saunders, Zane Riley." (laughs) So I was commissioner for WCW for a while. Cool. He was also. I don't uh, fuck off now. (laughs) He was also cruiserweight champion. It's funny that you say the commissionership is your biggest title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "All right, man, rock on." I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Should have been like, no wonder why they failed. Yeah. <laughs> what year? Since Mike Sanders had to explain who he was, can either of you explain to me how, in a kickboxing fight where you're giving a 10 count, that you see somebody get knocked down at 30 seconds left, but when somebody administers a 10 count... Uh, they don't get to 10. <laughs> Even though they were knocked down at 30 seconds, yep. it takes you 30 seconds to count to 10. Anybody? You gotta make sure he's really down. Okay. Because that happened twice during this match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but only what happened once was the cat yelling, Get the chain! <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear. You can't hear it, and you don't have, even have to turn up your TV that loud. Nope. So, just let you know that he, he yelled that. Um, so, yeah, those things. And then we get to Goldberg. Uh, with the doctors and Chronic, and Chronic cuts a promo, and all of a sudden Brian Adams, who is Hawaiian, sounds like a southern redneck. I don't know how that happened, but uh, <laughs> Hawaii South, Hawaii South. I thought that was an '80s singer, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Do we? Dynamite drop in, man. Yeah. <laughs> His correspondence classes are really starting to pay <laughs> off. <laughs> I love Brian Adams, <laughs> the Canadian singer. The Canadian, singer, uh, the Canadian the Hawaiian singer. wrestler. Not a Hawaiian wrestler. He got caught with a shitload of. Guns and drugs. Oh, so <laughs> Um Match number seven. That 70s guy, Mike Awesome, taking on Vampiro, which 
Go ahead and say it. Best fucking match on the goddamn card. I when I saw this match on the card, I, I knew what we were gonna get to. Because I know you Zane Riley, <sighs> your deep love and affection for Mike Awesome. Right on. Now I think you might be aware of my deep love and affection for Vampiro. Mm-hmm. So it's like our two favorite wrestlers yeah. are fighting each other. Yes. Well, one of ours won and the other didn't. Well, <laughs> one of ours uh, should have took a little better care of it. Yeah, I was going to say, one of ours is still going. Well, I mean, I'm saying that, <laughs> that the fan that jumped out in the middle of the crowd took better care of... Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> took better care of another wrestler that was in this match. Um, such, you know. Uh, yeah, so Mike Sanders doing kind of like the Jake Manning thing. Like, he's got a gimmick that's very over the top, the 70s guy, but like, no, nah, I'm just going to get down to trunks. Mike Awesome, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. I, I, that was, that's how I used to. I said Saunders. Awesome. Yeah. Mike I, awesome. My apologies. Mike, Mike Awesome. I Sorry, watch. Mike Awesome. Sorry, Mike Awesome. Look at a view in heaven right now. I was, oh, well. I was actually looking straight down. I was looking straight at you. I was looking straight at you. But Mike Awesome doing the thing that I used to do when I was the man scout. I used to wear all the, the boy scout outfit and then take it all off and then just wear green trunks. Yeah, because I wanted to be a serious wrestler. Of course, uh, that was the dumbest thing. Minus I ever, that part. Yeah, that was the dumbest thing I ever done, and I realized I had to commit to a character. Yeah, Mike Awesome wasn't going to commit to character, nor should he commit to this character. But boy, does his hair look fantastic! Oh my god, his hair looks so good. Yeah, how do you do that? How do you get that good hair? Uh-huh. You mean Mike Awesome with the good hair? Yeah, what? Mike Awesome with the good hair was there. <laughs> with the good hair. Uh, I love WCW Mike Awesome because they would just always give him shit gimmicks, like where he only liked fat chicks. That's still my favorite Mike Awesome, to see so much of myself in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I see so much of myself in Vampiro. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell. <laughs> An oddly amount of kidnappings in Mexico? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's <laughs> coming. Just haven't been yet. It's coming. Just haven't been yet. <laughs> I, that's why I have. That's why I have not been because I know that I'm gonna end up getting kidnapped in Mexico <laughs> a shitload of times, like Vampiro. Vampiro. Uh, as we said, a fan jumps out of the crowd and starts headbutting Mike Awesome, and he has none of that. <laughs> Nor does he have any, any anything to do with Vampiro's safety <laughs> during this match. And God forbid that motherfucker sell a bit. <laughs> Vampiro's in the crowd, like hitting him with that cane and doing that other shit, and he's just kind of like laid up. Yeah. Which good on Vampiro for taking care of him. <laughs> oh no, he didn't catch him a whole bunch on that dive. But of course, he probably didn't deserve that anyway. Uh, and I'm not for sure if this is this was false count anywhere. It was just like no, this is just the match, or this is like WCW 2000. Was, yeah. Best of luck to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, what were your thoughts on this match? Uh, well, Vampiro, the name. Finally, we're getting into some Halloween themed shit for a Halloween themed <laughs> show. Well, this guy, <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, fuck. I was expecting like smashing pumpkins and sh- or gravestones over people's heads and shit on this match. Expecting Billy Corgan, <laughs> but I, it wasn't. <laughs> just, just check out NWA Power every yeah. Tuesday with three, with three R's. Yep. But uh, yeah, that I, that was a uh, love that match because uh, it was just so out there. It was just crazy. Uh, yeah, like you said with the fan jumping out and just headbutting Mike Awesome. Like, what's... Is that planned? I never know. Nope. These type of things. Nope, that's okay. just been... <laughs> so, yeah, just shit like that is what made it great. Uh, brother caught it on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Alright, cool. Great, uh, great match. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I mean, especially compared to everything else that we're gonna see here. Uh, and go going back to the things that you can just win uh, for you know the Mike Awesome is like the number one contender for 
the heavyweight title, mm-hmm. and Vampiro just wants that. So it's like, I will fight you for that right to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really beating anyone else of merit, just the guy that is next. Mm-hmm. Whom, from what they make it sound, Mike Awesome didn't beat anybody of merit to get this either. So, no. it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, Mike Awesome almost killed Vampiro. So, well, you know, just to hang on to that shit. <laughs> so you're saying the Vampiro <laughs> had a hand in it at the end. Oh. Mm. That's how smart Vampiro is. <laughs> Mike Awesome was an inside job. <laughs> Uh, I have no transition. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of inside jobs, Speaking I don't of inside know. jobs, uh, that, that was what I was gonna do, but I was gonna try to do something better. Uh, MIA in the back with a. Why promo. are you gonna try to do something better when WCW didn't try to do anything better? Yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to make an effort on putting a show together because these fuckers did. Yeah, um, <laughs> they had that one good camera angle. <laughs> they, they, that was bouncing around at one point in time. The hard camera was bouncing because people were stomping, and they yeah, they're so excited. Well, all the shit we focus on it's the cinematography that's overall. right that's really about it production value boys and girls <laughs> and, and this, uh, speaking of cinematography cinematography <laughs> speaking of what I just had a, listen I'm drinking a muscle milk while I do this podcast my tongue is, is very fat right is, now got a slippery tongue uh, it's not slippery just big blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got I got a uh, Mike Awesome uh, 10 <laughs> tongue in my mouth Fuck. Um, am I promo in the back which they just have Chavo tag at the end of it for no reason it just felt very very weird um, also the next match is very weird match number 8 Team Canada consisting of Lance Storm and Hacksaw Jim Duggan which I love that he that he joined Team Canada taking on General Erection <laughs> and uh, they come out with their respective flags which we see on the table earlier on all the shots in the go, from the go position we get to hear the yakety sax music yeah. forever. And then we realize that this is like a handicap match for the Canadian title, which is actually the U.S. heavyweight title. With the Canadian sticker on it. The Canadian the sticker on, on it. it. Um, ben, what are your thoughts on this match? That was a great rescue story. Okay, <laughs> okay oh, yeah. so... Anyway, <laughs> that's the in your mind, so I get it. Wow, yeah. that, was, that's, that was a first... <laughs> Lucid, non-homophobic <laughs> thought you've had on this podcast. <laughs> I appreciate you for keeping it between the lines on that one. I have my moments. <laughs> this is one of them. Um, this but, is your grace. But, <laughs> this is grace. Uh, but speaking of moments, I know Zane Riley's favorite moment of this match has to be when the Tennessee two-step popped Brother, up. Brother, let me tell you something. Best spot in the goddamn world, and everybody wants to shit on me for it. Sorry you don't like being over, man, Scout. Uh, Well, that's the thing that I find is funny, is Lance Storm, a guy who will criticize even the most minutest (laughs) of things on television wrestling, but when he's suggested to run the Tennessee two-step, he's like, yeah, that 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 tracks logically with the story. I think think it was like Hacksaw is like, you know it would be good, Lance. And Hacksaw is like, oh, yeah, do it. And he's like, "Fuck! I can't argue with hacksaw." Yeah, and, and that's and that's what he should realize when he sees a product that's put on TV because you did something on TV that you thought was probably dumb and didn't make any sense. Yeah, and but you did it because you had respect for hacksaw. <laughs> but then when you see somebody else do stuff on TV. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the, like the time that he said that why the fuck is Sojo Bolt getting all this TV time? We're going to give it to the Motor City Machine Guns. I don't know. Maybe because it was her debut match. Yeah, and somebody told her to go ten minutes. <laughs> So I was in charge of that, bub. But then you got to put uh, put the blame on the actual performers, like you do other times. Yeah, people just doing their jobs, but then it's their fault. Yeah, uh, you so. know. But it's, it's quick to talk about how it's somebody's job to do those things when 
people he likes is are under fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no good old Lance. Funny. Hmm. Funny. Th- that's the funny hmm. thing about criticism. Hmm. 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 Um. Lance. But this this uh, t- if I could put in a little bit of criticism about this match. <laughs> That, that I would have loved to see because this is this is a big moment in Bill DeMott's career. This is probably yeah. one of the biggest. He moments. even says his own name in here. Yeah, he wins the U.S. title, yeah. which has had a Canadian flag on it, and we're doing this whole patriotism thing. Yay, America! Why are we not tearing off the Canadian sticker mm, on <laughs> camera? Like that's that's what you want to see. That's what you you wanted to see happen at the end of this match. And I was just waiting for it, and that just moment never came. Uh, no, what you wanted to see was the re- reuniting with Major Guns. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe, what you maybe, wanted. maybe 14-year-old me or 15-year-old me, well, actually, it would have been 18-year-old me at this time. All of them still count. All, this. all Yeah, they still fall under this. It's just still <laughs> wanting to see Major Guns, but not put a t-shirt on. Yeah. That was not what I wanted. That was not what I wanted. not how I like my Major Guns to be. I, I like my Major Guns on Pornhub. That's yeah. what I like <laughs> She's there. That's not. That's that's actually a fact. That's not me being a shitty uh, man like Ben Stacy. That is me pointing out a fact. Just pointing out my search history, everybody. Just look up Tylene Buck. BBW Cream Pops, guys. Tylene Buck and uh, Rebecca Love. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just give it. Give it. Give it a Google. Gander. Give it a gander. Um. Uh, what we do get more of a gander of is match number nine. Eighteen fucking stings. <laughs> they got some promos in here very uneventful but it's basically Sting versus Jeff Jarrett versus Sting versus Sting versus Sting versus Sting versus Sting versus the man t- called Sting yeah. versus the Stinger yeah. versus NWO Sting the red black Sting versus uh, Lynn Denton dressed up as Sting <laughs> Uh, versus WCW Power Plant Jobber dressed up as Sting versus Sting. Good for these guys finding all these guys that are jacked like Sting was. I know. I'm you, you know one what? of them. I was like, is that Sting? Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple. <laughs> I think one of them. I think it's there's one of them's like red haired. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take a stab. I think one of these Stings is Steve Armstrong. Okay. I, I don't don't ask me why I think I, I just he looks like an Armstrong. Mm-hmm. We got we got Scott Armstrong as one of the referees. Steve's knocking around. I'm sure he could use a little payday. Could come in. I think he's the red haired sting that was out in the crowd. <laughs> I think that's who that is. Uh, the one that repelled down. I almost feel like that's Lynn Denton. That looks mm-hmm. like what Lynn Denton looks like now. And <laughs> Lynn Denton was re- and what he looked like. During and I know he was in WCW at the time because of like Piper's deal or whatever, but it also could have been a stuntman because he didn't know how to take the Scorpion Death Drop yeah. onto the table. So there, there is that issue. Um, we also have the fake Sting that popped up from underneath the ring. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on this match, Ben? You've all the stings. This is where I started getting hazy because I was like, Sorry. "This, yes, this." Wow. I, I felt like this is the best. This, this, this is, is the highlight of the show. Absolutely. I work early mornings, man, and I was up late watching this. So, um. well, I'm fucking sorry that Sting, <laughs> the one thing you fucking remember from the time, <laughs> you could not keep your fucking interest. Uh, well, I'm just so used to this guy. I know his stuff. No, <laughs> no, but uh, I thought I thought that match was really fun. It just because of all the different random stings. Sting. I was expecting the sting. We already did that. We already did that. We already did that. Bit, I know. We, did that we, we, didn't, we, we didn't bring up real sting though. Yeah. Okay. We this, didn't bring up tantric sting. Every every breath you take, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, 
Love something you said for No, um <laughs> called up. High, <laughs> Highlight was the dude just dropping out of the sky. That was <laughs> and highlight was Jeff Jarrett calling that girl slap nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I like when I It's just a real gross promo that he cuts. <laughs> A thing that I like about this match, which is very inside baseball, when Ben showed up here and said he didn't see all of the match, I immediately turned on the WWE Network and made him watch the rest of this match. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I asked him one point in time, like, oh, did you get to the part where Sting came down from the ceiling? And he goes, yeah. And then literally 30 (laughs) seconds later, Sting came down from the ceiling on the screen and go, oh, so you didn't. You didn't (laughs) see Sting come down from the ceiling. So I'm like, oh, he just just gonna lie to me? Just gonna lie to me? But at least you stayed true to the lie until we weren't True Until I was caught. Exactly. Good for you, man. Like, it's real... Good for you, man. Never I, give I, up yeah, on yourself. I, <laughs> Never give up on yourself. As being a guy who's a pro wrestler and a comedian and having to listen to promoters lie to me all the time, I can't tell you how fucking gratifying it is to catch somebody that lies. <laughs> like, it, it is a thing that I fucking love the most in this world, and I wanted to put that... Uh, as documentation out into the world. This has been filed away for exhibit for the listening audience. But uh, for the viewing audience, we get to see match number 10, which is a WCW world title match. And normally the the world title closes the show. But Booker T, being the stand-up guy that he is, is going to give Goldberg some more time to get up with them doctors, Mm -hmm. to get cleared, so he can take on Chronic and continue on his career. His streak. His streak, which they restarted at the moment time. But if if he ended the streak, he'd be done, uh, which did happen on another show that we discussed how did this get booked? It's weird. Uh, so basically this whole fight that Booker T and this maneuvering that Booker T did is all for naught because Bo- Goldberg is going to be out in a few months anyways. <laughs> uh, but for now, Booker T is taking on uh, batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> Big bad booty daddy. Fucking Scott Steiner at peak fucking crazy ass Scott Steiner. <laughs> With Deja um, out there, buddy. I would ask Ben Stacy what he thought of this, but he didn't see any of it. So and what are your thoughts? I wish I didn't see any of this. I forgot, like I, I forgot how amazing WCW singles Booker T was. Yeah, he's holy shit. Of all the people that could have been champion, the best one possible. Oh, that's the thing that I think is always fucking shitty. Yeah, when people bring up that that lawsuit, that discrimination lawsuit, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well we. We put the belt on Booker because of that. I think that's the fucking shittiest thing I've ever fucking heard before. Yeah, he's, he had that. He earned that hand over fist. Fucking ten fucking fold. God. Like, fucking so good. Because you remember a bunch of, like, you remember the fight in the grocery store, and you remember King Book of stuff, but, like, he was amazing. Yeah. WCW WC- was so goddamn good. At this time, he's, like, the best thing fucking going. Yeah. Hands down. Having some of the best fucking match in the middle of the fucking shittiest shows of all time. Having a fucking 13-minute match with this moron and making it look fucking good. Yeah, this fucking psychopath <laughs> who, like, can't even fucking hold the, hold the rope right for his fucking valet. Yeah. Who is just fucking telling people fuck off <laughs> see, somebody looks at him fucking weird in the crowd and Scott Snyder just fucking ogles a fan <laughs> and just in the middle of a world title match just he's got to control this crazy motherfucker <laughs> and still pulls out a great fucking yeah, match because he's amazing absolutely because he's fantastic fantastic and he still has a beautiful flat top fuck yeah fuck yeah Booker T yeah. WCW 2000 the 
fucking best. Yeah. Best thing in WCW oh, this easy. time. Hands down. Bar none. Better than all seven stings combined. Fucking at me if you want, and I will debate you for another six yeah. fucking hours, because Booker T is worth the fucking effort <laughs> yes, to debate and fight for. Um, mm. Also, too, I love the fucking story of <clears throat> that Scott Snyder's out there, and he's beating up Booker in front of Stevie Ray. Yeah. And Stevie Ray's got this thing where I'm a commentator, but I can't, but this is my brother. Is there a reason that he couldn't, like, was he just not wrestling anymore? Because Booker has had this singles run, or was he hurt? I think he's hurt. Yeah, and then just kind of out. Yeah, and so he's doing this thing. So I think it adds a little bit of tension to it. But but like... When's when's he going to hop up and do something? But but typical fucking Scott Steiner at this time, like, just goes over the edge. Like, I'm dangerous. Fuck you. I don't give a shit, motherfucker. But not realizing, like, hey, I'm making this guy in front of me look like shit. And I'm making my opponent look like shit. And if I beat this guy, then I've just beat a piece of shit. Yeah. There's, there's There's a... there's a couple of guys right now who are like, oh, I'm a wrestling heel. And I just see them make their opponent look like shit. Yeah. So that way when they lose to him, it's like, oh, you lost a piece of shit because yeah. you made him look like a piece of shit this entire match. Mm-hmm. And, and be like, oh, I'm a fucking heel. Mm-hmm. No, not You're really. Born. And I'm not I'm not saying all you got to do is just bump around. But don't fucking make your guy look fucking dumb. Yeah. So, and, and that's kind of what fucking crazy ass Scott Steiner's doing. But this is just peak prime <laughs> crazy ass gut started. Putting fucking Charles Robinson in the trio woe for yeah. no goddamn reason. No. Just wild card bitches. Pretty much, yeah. He <laughs> is basically card. Charlie Day screaming wild card jumping out of the van. <laughs> That's what WCW 2000 Scott Steiner is. <laughs> or or 2001, or fucking any location of Scott Scott Steiner 2019 King of Trios weekend. Yeah. Pick, it's everywhere. Pick your pose. But Last match. Fucking thank Christ. We have we have got to that point and I actually made Ben watch this so he's back in. Yeah. He has some data. Tag me in. Yep. Bam, he's back <laughs> in. He's back in on the podcast. Watch three minutes of this Four. goddamn episode. <laughs> Main event, match number eleven. The team of Chronic taking on Goldberg in a match that apparently was elimination and we didn't fucking know it was elimination. Nope. And also another handicap match. Uh, another handicap match. With tables. That, which turned out to be a fucking quick one, which by Thank the... God. At the fucking point of this fucking show where you're like already almost three hours deep, you are very thankful that you get a three-minute long main event. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, too, I'm pretty sure Brian Clark... Uh, would have been a little more thankful if he would have realized to spray on his spay, spray tanner uh, before he put his gear on. Because it clearly, you can see the lines right around <laughs> where he's standing. Like, he just put his gear on. I'm like, all right, now spray me with it. And yeah. they're like, excuse me? That's <laughs> <laughs> huh? huh? not how this works. That's how you're supposed to be... Should have happened yesterday. Yeah, you're supposed to be naked in the spray or put the little sock on. Or, nah, uh, got me. No. Go. Okay, all right, no problem. It's whatever, whatever. Two, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What right. were your thoughts on this main event, Ben Stacey? Don't say, uh, don't phone it the fuck in. You watched it while I walked in here. I watched it with you. <laughs> I just love that the referee gave them plenty, gave Goldberg plenty of time to like get up. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the doctors have given plenty of time to, to look over him, and then Doug Dillard just got to have all this time to go get him out of his dressing room and guide him to the, the just ring. to fucking go. Oh yeah, he good. But yeah. every time, every time he'd like whisper something to him, and he'd just start doing this. But then he'd like lift the arm up. This just. See you go limp. <laughs> All right, fuck it. <laughs> All right, Goldberg, kick out now. He's the last WCW hero to come out to the ring. Like, didn't you hear Tony Schiavone call him WCW hero? Yeah. You got to <laughs> give your heroes enough time to make the comeback, Ben Stacy. <laughs> Tony Schiavone obviously wouldn't pay attention to Booker T. 
<laughs> he should have. He should have. Last W hero of my book. Well, uh, 2000 Tony Giovanni. He, <laughs> he went paying attention to too much fuck. at all. He didn't <laughs> give a fuck at this time. <laughs> Not like 2019 Tony Giovanni. But oh, I fucking I th- love him. Oh, I, I think he pays attention a lot. <laughs> Tony Giovanni is the best now. Yes, he is. He don't. He's actually he's actually saying the things that were in his mind in the year two thousand. Yeah, that's what I fucking love about him now. God damn it, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> He'll say shit and then blame it on Jr. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say shit on live television. That yeah. was Jr. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> um, Ben, what are your overall thoughts of this entire pay per view? Of this entire Man, paper. we're just going to skip the whole fucking match. We ain't going to talk about it. What more do you want to yeah, fucking was, say about it? What more do you want to uh, fucking my say only, about it? My only issue is that they call Brian Adams Brian Clark. <laughs> oh, I, I did. I did already in the middle of and this. So I don't so. want to know why, like, couldn't they just both be like, wouldn't it be even funnier if Chronic was Brian Adams and Brian Adams? It'd be great. What? I'd be fucking on board with that one. I'm on board with it, too. But, but spelled differently, one with an I, one with a Y. That's how you tell them apart. <laughs> That's that's it. That's all I got. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad we stopped the yeah, entire I mean, train so you can get go, that well, that in. Goldberg won 14, uh, 0 and fourteen or fourteen and zero. So I mean, the streak's still alive. We just let that one go. I know. So because he's not working house shows at this point, so we yeah. can't rack up that ridiculous number we did before. So was he legit hurt there at the end? Because he looked like shit. Well, I mean, you saw the video of him fucking headbutting the pole. Yeah. Like, and he fucking I guarantee dumbass fucking like, Goldberg shoot, cussed himself. Yeah, like shoot, fucking did that. Because he's like, I gotta make it look real. Yeah. I guarantee that motherfucker did it like that. He ruined like, Bret Hart's career and get fuck himself. Listen, we still don't know if he's a... Uh, we, yeah, we, don't know. Know. we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. As we've said before, me and Zane Riley <laughs> oh. gave a Goldberg a ride from the airport to the hotel. And the entire time, it, we went from moments of thinking that Goldberg is the coolest motherfucker on yeah. the planet to the biggest fucking asshole we've ever met before in the entire careers of Multiple wrestling. times. Multiple, Multiple times. times. We, we switched back and forth. And, and the thing is, too, you and I recognized every time that that happened. Yeah. It wasn't like a situation where he said something that kind of offended yeah, me, yeah, but yeah. And you were okay with. It yeah. was like, no, yeah. they were hard lefts, hard rights. <laughs> yeah. We're like, whoa, Goldberg's an awesome dude. Wait the fuck. What the fuck did you just say? You Where'd this fucking, Goldberg come from? You piece of shit. Oh, fuck. You are a good You're guy. cool, man. What the fuck is wrong with you, Bill? <laughs> Fucking Bill. Fucking Billy William. Boy? Ah, oh, god damn, you're right. Yeah, you god. did beat up uh, cameraman in Japan with Scott Steiner. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that should be the dickish thing, but we're yeah, like, no, that no, was like, that's, that's cool as shit. Rock on, yeah, no, we're I'll back in on you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For I don't sure. give a fuck by your jujitsu. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um it's real Goldberg times. <laughs> real Goldberg times. Uh, if you want a fun Bill Goldberg time right now though, look at the video of him running into uh, Matt Riddle at like SummerSlam or whatever, where they have that awkward confrontation in the backstage area where he's like, Don't call me bro. I'll see you soon. <laughs> okay, bro. You'll get yours. All right, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so good. I love it. Uh, what did you love about this pay per view, Ben? What I loved about it. So I didn't have to watch it all. Yeah, <laughs> but I still got no. to be on a podcast all about it. Uh-huh. No, but um, seriously, um, I just like that wrestling has a story behind. Always has like a story with every match, and it's 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 an odd thing for a sport. But uh, I don't know what else. Um, I from what you guys told me, this is probably a bad match to start with me on. What did you think it was fucking good? Not really, <laughs> not at all. I thought it was shit. 
for the most part. Um, I, it had its moments. Though. Oh, did you see Sting fall from the ceiling <laughs> right here? Like, did you see him come down from the ceiling? Which was your favorite Sting? Yeah. Which was my favorite Sting? The one that came from the floor, and then the one that came from the sky. In order. <laughs> Heaven and hell. It was a metaphor. metaphor. Yeah, it was a great metaphor. Right. Um, but yeah, eh. Eh, still not a fan. So I was gonna say, did we, did we switch okay. it over? Right, you, cool. you a fan of wrestling now? All right, cool. Yeah, well, don't go changing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for maybe all the homophobia. Maybe change that. Maybe they change no! that. Twenty nineteen. Nobody knows who they are anymore. If that's what you're standing on, I mean, uh, it helps. I live with a transgender fella. So <laughs> wait, what? You you live? Yeah. I live oh, with, okay. Yeah, I live with a transgender. Fella. Okay. Okay. So. Wait, hold on. Never mind. I'm not going to unpack this. <laughs> move on. Move on. Move uh, on. Okay. Move on. Zane, what are your thoughts uh, on Halloween Havoc? God, don't watch I'm this, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking don't watch, watch it. it don't watch it, man. Like, this is what this podcast is yeah. for. Like, look up pictures of Mike Awesome's hair and go ahead and call it. Yeah. Just look up that. That's why we do this fucking podcast. So you don't have to fucking watch these shows. Yeah. We fucking make all the jokes about it and we discuss it in detail enough that you don't need to fucking watch this mm-hmm. shit. This is the one of the worst things we have ever had to watch for the show. So if you'd like to Venmo us or PayPal us money to, you know, that you didn't have to watch this, we'll accept it. Absolutely. But uh, what you can do is support us uh, anywhere and everywhere. Zane, this is coming out next next Thursday. I don't know if you've All got right. anything going uh, on. You and I will be making the travels to Hubert, North Carolina. Okay. We're doing that together. We Go are going to be there together. Okay. Uh, cool. It's going to be uh, PWF presents seven scary matches to watch in the dark. It's our Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a completely Halloween based, non canonical show. Uh, people are going to dress up and be. We're going to have Macho Man versus uh, Steamboat in a match. You know, we're going to have cops and robbers. We're just going to have all kinds of crazy stuff. The guys that we usually use in our roster, but dressed up to have a good time. Except for one match, and that'll be the match that Jake Manning is in. Mm-hmm. Be the only match that happens canonically. And you told me about this idea months ago, and you asked if I, I was if I'd be available on this day like months ago. So you've had this thing brewing and cooking. Mm-hmm. So this has been a brainchild that you've put a lot of time and thought and energy in, more so than what was put into WCW yes. in 2000. So <laughs> it, I've got this really good camera angle idea. I mean, we don't really record shit, but I got this camera angle idea with some doctors coming up. Yeah. So like. If you've listened to this entire show and you had to go through watching WCW Halloween Havoc 2000, why don't you see something a little bit more interesting? And especially if you live on the coast of North Carolina, go check yeah. it out. Or right. if you are, if you have uh, independent wrestling TV, yes, we are on that and it will be free. Mm-hmm. Check so it we're out. usually it'll probably be out in about November. I think we're usually a couple weeks behind. Okay. Um, ben, do you have anything coming up? Uh, mostly specifically in the month of November. This will be probably in November. November. Um, not nothing planned so far in November. Um, but this October, October thirtieth, I will be performing a stand up at a premium pub at old on Old Pineville Road. Oh, really? And, yeah. yeah. And uh, I will be part of the Charlotte Comedy Zone's um, Halloween show, The Ghost of Comics Past. Okay, which comic are you doing? I have not decided yet. Okay. I'm right, currently right. just helping with production, but... Uh, well, hopefully you do a little bit more work on that show than the one you did on this one. Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy? Oh, yeah, Jeff Foxworthy. That'd be a good one for you. <laughs> um, uh, I'll also do coming up in November, I have a lot of FSCW dates. Uh, yes. I, I think Zane may be at the Louisville one, may not maybe, be at the Louisville. Maybe, 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 maybe not. I will definitely be at uh, Galaxy Con. 
in Minneapolis and Louisville. And, of course, mm-hmm. FFCW will be at both of those. Also, we have Wrestlecade coming up. Also, yep. two in Dayton, Ohio, Wrestling Revolver, November 16th. And then West Virginia Championship Wrestling on the 17th. Uh, don't give me the evil eye on that. Okay. I uh, appreciate that very much. Also, <laughs> too, I've got All Organic November 12th in Charlotte, North Carolina. But as always, just follow me on social media. But if you want to get at me and yell at me uh, because you had to watch WCW Halloween Havoc uh, 2000, <laughs> or if you watched three-fourths of it like Ben Stacy did and you still want to <laughs> yell at me, go ahead and do so on Instagram and Twitter at Manscout Manning. Uh, if we mess something up or you want to email me, just email me at manscoutmanning at yahoo.com. Uh, make sure you go to sixsquirrelstudio.com. Don will make your podcast sound really good for all your podcast needs. But make sure you check out howdothisgetbooked.com for more information about upcoming shows because I've been doing a little bit better job keeping that up to date, letting people know what we're going to be discussing next and actually what we're discussing next, which is the next episode we're going to record right after this, which is... Worse the, than this. <laughs> <laughs> debatable. Debatable. Uh, is the Baywatch episode with John Gonzalez because we just talked about John Gonzalez on Dead Bell Pod, so kind of tied it all in right there kind of a collaborative effort because uh nicolessa is the sitting at the top of the poll for apple podcast reviews uh gabriel kid is at the top of the poll for stitcher so make sure you get out there and leave those reviews you could just literally copy and paste what a hundred times and you'll get a free t-shirt as long as you dm me your mailing address and your shirt size i will get that out to you no problem but please if you're leaving reviews make sure you also hit the subscribe button on apple Podcasts, on youtube soundcloud spotify once again if you switch over to spotify make sure you take a screen cap i want people know that we're on spotify as well uh stitcher youtube like i said all all the social media platforms all the podcasting platforms we are we are there and we are that and this is that the end of this podcast another edition of how did this get booked thank you very much (laughs) 